yeah, oh, looks fine. We're Say rolling, baby. Yeah, looks good. All right. So, welcome to the High and Dry podcast with me, Oshin Hanlon, and of course, Derek McGarrigal. What's up, Derek? Uh, not much. What's yeah. up with you? Oh, just feeling natural, you know, yourself. Sure. Like this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Is if I start all my conversations is by saying my name and, and introducing the other person. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking very aggressive at them <laughs> and shouting at a weird pitch. Hello, my friend. And now we're talking. You do. I mean, you have a very aggressive look anyway. I've never seen you look like mild. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous people will think I'm boring <laughs> yeah. and leave me like my father. <laughs> no, it's also actually, it's just your face like, uh, like. Oh, you better expand on that before my feelings get hurt. No, it's not because it's actually good. Yeah, okay. you you have like you don't like a menacing face. No, like you just look you look dramatic. Like you you never look yeah. like you don't you even when you even when you don't look like you don't know what you're doing. You look it's because you're like thinking about something important. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the Tommy Tiernan face, like where oh, you're yeah? just like just yeah you know, yeah thinking about like what is going on with the. <laughs> And then you might just be hungry or whatever. But it's like, but that is that's you. You, you have presence. But that's saying. so exemplifying of insecurity. Like that's just me. Like I better everything I do better look like how I think interesting people look. Yeah. Like ah, oh, um, yeah. And I started I started copying that thing you did for a while just to sort of like when you don't have anything to say and you're not part of the conversation. I just be like. <laughs> it's like then at least you're not just like standing there looking you know lost you're looking like oh, he's thinking about something <laughs> something going on in there like <laughs> and it, it just classic just like a monkey with symbol and then i turn back i'm like the uh, the uyghur muslims in china are being are being mistreated and i don't think that's right do you <laughs> Yeah, is that how it's pronounced? Uyghur? Yeah, Uyghur, yeah. That's good, because I didn't actually... No, it's pronounced Rosian. (laughs) (laughs) Callback to a different episode. That was a callback to a different episode where Derek McGarrigal, the filmmaker, called Seth Rogen, Seth Rosian, like a fucking uh, person who doesn't know how to spell Rosian. I love how you're like, and you're a filmmaker, and you don't know how to pronounce Seth Rogen like he's like he's Lawrence Olivier, like he's one of the great actors. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Orson Welles, Stanley Kubrick, and of Seth course, Rogen. <laughs> and of course, Seth Rogen, the rule of three. You finish on the big one. He is a filmmaker, though. That's what you forget. And Superbad is a classic film, a masterpiece, I would say. Jesus Christ! And Who yet, can I, say that? Who can say that about their career? They made yeah. a classic fucking. Film. Uh, yeah, an all-time classic, and yet I don't respect them at all. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because <laughs> there's something about him. I just don't respect him. That's impressive. And he's actually, and he's made a lot of other. I thought this is the end was a very good movie as well. Like, uh, not a classic. But yeah, but, like, but yeah, really where's your respect movie, from like, him? Yeah, and he's been <laughs> in good movies, like, and he's in Freaks and Geeks, one of my favorite shows of all time. But yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, no, I think he's an absolute fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm measuring your, with, your, with the respect meter right now, and it's in minus levels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've literally said things actually mean a lot to you. Like you said, Freaks and Geeks actually even, even connects to you with your childhood. But it yeah. does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I know there's people who have like, I'm trying to think of someone who I think is like a really great actor and I think is cool, but like probably does, hasn't had the, as good a career as Seth Rogen, but like. I don't know. Well, okay, like, uh, I, I would respect, like, Andy Kaufman. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't actually watch Andy Kaufman's comedy. Oh, and, yeah, I respect him and think he's, like, a genius and a talented guy. But, like, all of a sudden, I would rather watch Superbad than anything Andy Kaufman's ever done. Like, yeah. And I only love him because I love the movie with Jim Carrey playing him. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, and like, could you imagine even incredible movies like Nightcrawler? Like, I saw Nightcrawler or, or some of those movies, and I would always prefer watching Superbad than them, like. Yeah, Superbad nearly makes it into like Goodfellas uh, and Shawshank Redemption. It's so rewatchable, yeah. So I don't know if it's the same for people who aren't uh, our generation, boomers. Uh, We're I'm, boomers. No, I'm. A, you're a millennial. I'm. I'm actually the silent generation. We were pre-boomers. Fucking. I'm Don Draper's generation. That shoe ever fucking fit? <laughs> Jesus, has a has a title ever fit a man before? <laughs> the silent generation. Uh, yeah. Wait, the silent generation is actually is that Don Draper generation? Yeah, so they're the one after there's the greatest generation who that's when they started, so they got the best one. Like <laughs> so they're the guys who fought in World War Two. The silent generation are yeah, the ones after they would have been the Korean War 
and they would be like Don Draper. They're sort of like they're moody and mysterious, yeah. and yeah, they're kind of like uh, and they're people don't really. There's not that many famous people in that generation. Like I think Scorsese is a silent generation person. Like oh yeah, uh, and then the Boomers are obviously the the main generation then, uh, and then they're everyone born in like the sixties or whatever. Yeah, I'm feeling exposed right now in my shirt. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, you can close it up. Yeah, whatever <laughs> yeah. you want to do, man. <laughs> it's so this, is a, this is a no judgment podcast. Yeah, yeah, we don't believe in judgment, and even when we are judging, it's uh, done for comedic value. That's that's the only reason we judge. Oh wait, what were we talking? Oh, sorry, because we were. I did want to talk about Superman more because uh, it's like, is it is that a thing just for us because we're the right age to watch it when we're young? And do young people think it's a great movie? Yeah. I wonder if the fact that every second word is a, a homophobic slur yeah. probably hurts the movie with the, the Gen Z people. It is insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think, is there any equivalent of a movie that was totally mainstream and has stuff in it that would be just basically hate speech now, treated um, as nothing? Friends. Friends. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> Friends where Ross was like, we were on a break, you beep! <laughs> <laughs> you... <laughs> You can't get a job, you big lipped. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. But spear, he is. A... Spear throwing, spear throwing uh, yuppie. I mean, it's good, I guess, that old movies like in the 40s and stuff had real like strict things about what they could say because if they were allowed to say whatever they want, there probably would be, you know, and bombs being dropped left and Jesus, right, you know. Yeah. Couldn't watch Casablanca. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, it does surprise me, um, um, like, with, well, I don't know, like, with comedians, I feel with comedians, like, uh, you think, sometimes you think, oh, am I just a different generation? Am I a different age? And I don't appreciate it. But when it comes to stand-ups, like, uh, you know, who do people like? Like, but I still think no one is as good as fucking Norm MacDonald or Louis or Chappelle, except for then there's John Mulaney and, and, um, uh, Anyone else? Just John Mulaney is the only fucking youngish guy. Yeah, but some old guy is probably like, oh, Chappelle can't hold a candle to Richard Pryor. Or really? Like, yeah, you know, uh, it was all about George Carlin or whatever. Probably. I mean, like it is. I mean, it seems like a big coincidence that the best people were the people we discovered when we were teenagers. That is know. that is a coincidence that they happen it, to it be the greatest of all time. Like it is a coincidence, but I actually do think I know because I think I'm not sure though. I don't know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. I just don't. I, there's no one's really putting out anything good. I I don't think because so. I think I would like you know if there's new shows I'll think they're really funny. Like you, I think you should leave and stuff like that. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. So it does exist, you know. And also Chappelle actually, he's not that funny. <laughs> he's not oh, that he's funny. not that funny anymore. Yeah. It's really <laughs> yeah. we're talking about you know 2005 Chappelle. Yeah. Uh, which also, to be fair, I only I did I wasn't actually into him. I didn't really know when I was a teenager, so I only came to him like yeah. in my kind of like mid to late twenties or whatever. So it was there's you know it's not total nostalgia. Well, the thing is like okay, well stand ups. I think if there's a new funny stand up, if I actually if I see them live, I bet I'd really like them. Uh, movies, I think if it's a good fucking movie, I love it. Like uh, music, I said I don't know because I actually don't listen to that much music. Like I don't know, sure like. But it's always hard to know because, like, for example, uh, is Miley Cyrus? Is she art? Is she? Is she like sixty years old now? Like, how old is like, Miley Cyrus? Is <clears throat> Miley, Miley Cyrus is presumably in her thirties, I guess. She's probably like, <laughs> or maybe a bit younger. Like, yeah, yeah. She's probably turned thirty. But it is funny. It's like I grew up on Miley Cyrus. Like, <laughs> but did you really? I, I can't imagine you listen to Miley Cyrus. Like. No, no, no. I mean, I'm into new music. Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually think new music. Well, new pop music is sort of, the music when I was a kid was shit. Like. Like what razor light or whatever, like oh, Kaiser yeah. Chiefs. Like this is the big music. It's, oh all, my God. it's all horrible. Like oh, that, was, yeah. that was like the cool music. The cool kids listen to that. Like yeah, yeah, Kaiser yeah. Chiefs. Like, oh my! And they'd be like, I don't like this pop shit. I like you know, I predict a riot. Or was that their song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Keen. I like. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> the more, yeah. What the most nightmarish? Like you know, what's funny? I uh, uh, yeah, like Keen, Razor Light. Like even when you say it, just um, uh, the Killers. Like yeah. no, like everyone, I mean, everything. The Killers had a good. The Killers had some good tunes. They some, like they were, they were the best of that group. I feel like. Yeah, but you think about that sentence you just fucking said. <laughs> the Killers are the best of that group. Like Noel Gallagher fucking hated everybody except for Arctic Monkeys. Like. Yeah. And he's rightly to do so. And even I mean, Arctic Monkeys are good, but like they're not that great. Like they're not like yeah. it, they're not like Nirvana or something. They're not. You know, they don't good. deserve to be in the pantheon. I don't think. Hey. 
Who are you? The gatekeeper of the Pantheon. Fucking <laughs> Cerberus of the Pantheon. Let them in. Arctic Monkeys deserve their place, their seat at the table, I think. Uh, I don't know. That's also might be, even though Arctic Monkeys were big when I was young. So, yeah. No, what, it's not a. What about. Um, um, what were their names? Not Blur. What about Blur? What do you think about Blur? See, I was never into Blur. I was never into Britpop. Uh, what about Block Party? You remember those guys? Yeah, sort of. I just remember they, I remember them at Oxygen and they said, uh, it's great to be here in the United Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> and they lost everything. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, I was like, also they're English. I don't even understand how they made that mistake. They thought they were still in England. <laughs> like, it's not what you think Americans do. Yeah, dude, we went on a plane. And <laughs> it must be sad. Like, I, uh, like, you know what's fucking crazy about that? Right, one time I was a, um, I was a stripper for a night, right? <laughs> Trust me, this story is connected to the black bar. <laughs> I was hanging out with this bar. Well, I came up organically. <laughs> no, I, I won't. I won't spend a lot of time on the, the strip. I, I was just. I was at a bar, and this girl was like, "Hey, will you strip for my birthday?" And, and I did. And then there was this. Oh, <laughs> there was this. Uh, oh, the, her sugar daddy was this guy, and he kept complimenting me after I stripped for her. <laughs> he was like, "Jesus, you're great." And then uh, he was like. My son is the guitarist in Block Party. <laughs> and I was like, really? He's like, I call him right now. I'm like, this doesn't really mean anything to me, man. Yeah, that's such a good... Uh, it's weird when parents are name-dropping like their kids. Normally, it's like, get right around, like you're going to think he's cool. Like, And also, he's trying to impress the stripper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of his sugar baby. <laughs> and also funny that, like, obviously, this is like a quite old guy. And he's like, what are the kids into? block party right it's like his son's probably in his 40s now like yeah it was a long time ago his son comes in fucking wire on a on a on a cane he's like oh <laughs> that's my bass playing arm well i remember you telling me about like your friend who was like you're watching like an aliens movie and he was like you know my dad was actually the first guy to the alien popped out of like yeah and i was like his, this means his dad's John Hurt. That's so disrespectful of his dad to refer him as the first guy who got killed in Aliens, as, uh, as in, like, he's like a legendary actor. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, he's done, you know, I think he's won an Oscar, maybe. Or oh, he's certainly, definitely. you know, he's won a lot of awards, you know. He's a, a star of stage and screen, you know. Oh, there we go. Uh, he was, you know, he was Caligula. He was, he was the war doctor in Doctor Who. He's been in so many things. Like He was the fucking uh, the dictator in V for Vendetta. Yeah, 1984, isn't that like? Oh, the yeah. New version, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's, it's like someone being like, you know, my dad was actually uh, on set for the Lord of the Rings movies. It's like, yeah, he was, he was Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was, you know, helping out and, and playing Gandalf, but, you know, and also just getting copies and stuff like... <laughs> yeah that's pretty good yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's just like yeah yeah my uh, yeah, yeah my uncle he visited the set of iron man uh he was iron man <laughs> it's robert downey jr um yeah yeah like so yeah i don't know you would that don't there's a few yeah because once you do that i say it is weird though if you have like a famous daughter like someone like i don't like famous daughter famous son like anyone like miley cyrus uh, obviously the great Taylor Swift of course Taylor Swift yes uh, you love her don't you I do well look I mean it's going to shock you because I know I put out this kind of like stoic macho Clint Eastwood kind of persona you're a teeny uh, bopper but uh, yeah I do I do enjoy I, I enjoy like uh, pop music for girls and, Katy Perry uh, well no really just Taylor Swift uh, but yeah no I'm a huge fan she's got me through some tough times oh really yeah literally <laughs> uh, no she's a great uh, great musician great artist uh, you're probably not there's you know you don't think I dig her well I don't th I don't think you're even aware that like she broke up with Joe Allen I don't think I don't think that even I don't think that even means anything to you Jesus Derek don't I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> why are you talking to me like this who Joe who Joe Allen, her boyfriend of... Uh, you're going to have to say his second name again because you're like, it's a whole... Is his whole second name Vowels? <laughs> yeah, he's like Welsh or something. <laughs> Joe Wowl? It, like, it's like A-L-W-Y-N. Dear Lord. I think he must be Welsh. He's some kind of English person anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, lot of, that's, a, that's a lot of vowels. He's in that like conversations with friends. He's some kind of actor, but mainly he's just telling oh, really? his boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. That terrible it's TV show. Because he looks exactly like her. That's what he looks like if you put her face to one of those things where, like, they turn you into a girl or a boy, like the gender swap things. Yeah. If you put Taylor Swift and turn her into a boy, you'd get Joe Alwyn, like, 
She's kind of dating herself, like. Fucking hell. Uh, Man, that shit happens all the fucking time. Like, I know, yeah. It is really funny. That's some see serious it, like. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Carl Young narcissistic shit, yeah. But, like. Uh, so they broke up. Why? Why did they break up? No one knows. Well, it's funny. <laughs> How deep have you dug? Well, like, uh, so the other day I was, like, just in a place getting coffee, like, and mm. there were these two girls talking. I could hear them be like, uh, well, I mean, like, she's, you know, she doesn't really like talking about relationships, so, like, we don't really know exactly what happened. And in my head, I was like, there's a 50-50 chance they're talking about someone they know or they're talking about Taylor Swift. And then they're like, but, you know, she's on tour or whatever. I was like, I knew it, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, she, she, I like, I'm picturing this, like, you just wandering around town just listening to girls' conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and they're thinking, you're thinking, I wonder who they're talking about. And they're thinking... Who the fuck is this guy leaning into our conversation? With the really tight Taylor Swift t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy say I'm Team Swift. <laughs> but is the thing is that like I don't uh, think he's I don't think he's talking about Jonathan Swift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that a writer? That is, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, but like the because I mean, you know, um, even the fact that I'm bringing this up is like obviously, you know, a weird thing to do. But I'm not at the level of these like other super fans like. Because this is like, do you know about like the way people are with like pop stars and stuff nowadays? Like, like when people break up, they're like, like, well, I know like Miley Cyrus, this, this is the, uh, this is the pop music <laughs> podcast with Oshin and Derek. Uh, Miley Cyrus broke up with Hems, Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I, I understand that everyone's like, let's, let's ruin his life for no reason. Yeah. They get very angry. Uh, like there was uh, uh some TV show in America, like some like teen show, had like a line about Taylor Swift where they just said it's like, oh, you've had more boyfriends than Taylor Swift or whatever. Yeah. And Taylor Swift like tweeted that like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. They made this joke about me like. And then the fans like, actually I knew someone who was like working on the show and knew the actress and was like, oh yeah, she's getting a lot of death threats. <laughs> <laughs> and also the fans didn't understand that like, the character that the show was fake like you know as in they thought the actress made up the line herself and they thought she was the character and so they were like threatening her personally for Jesus. attacking taylor swift like yeah, yeah, yeah she had to like delete her instagram <laughs> yeah man literally her life yeah her life's just shattered and you don't you probably don't even know about like when there was when they tried to like murder jake gyllenhaal Holy shit. Wait, 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 wait. J like, J was Jake an ex of Taylor as well? Yeah. So, like, a year ago, there was basically a fatwa put out on Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> and he had to go into hiding, like, Salman Rushdie. Like, he was literally, like, he was cancelling interviews and stuff because he was like, I can't, I can't take the heat for this. Like. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal was literally doing press for a uh, MMA movie where he was where he was an MMA fighter in Snowpaw or whatever. Yeah, but I don't care how good you are in MMA. You don't want, like, uh, a horde of... And I, not even teenage girls, a horde of, like, 35-year-old women coming at you with knives. Like. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. They've been driven literally instead. Yeah, like, it's, it's ISIS. And then and also, it, it's ISIS, and then it's Swifties. Yeah, and literally, I mean, like... I don't know which one I'd rather like. I, like ISIS or at least in the Middle East. Like I don't think they can get me here. <laughs> like, yeah. Even doing this, it's like, and that's why I had to be at the start. Like I'm a huge fan. I think she's a genius, you know. Yeah. Because I don't want them. That's why you're blurred out right now, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you have that deep trod voice. Oh shit, he's going to talk about Taylor Swift. Let's let's thread carefully now, Dark. Exactly. So yeah. wait, so Joe Alwyn. So I think I can picture him because I saw that TV show Conversation with Friends. So if it's the guy I think it is. I can see him in my mind. So they broke up and no one knows, but there's a lot of danger in the air. No, actually, because like, I think it was an amicable breakup. So people are just, very, people are just, people are just sad, you know, because mm. it was a long relationship. And it's like, <laughs> people have a personal connection with her. Like, and you're sad, uh, Dark. I am a bit sad, yeah. <laughs> Do you still believe in love? Uh, less than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> it took a chunk out. Like, I'll live, but it took a chunk out of the love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to like, I mean, I was actually, I wasn't even about, you know, murdering Jake Gyllenhaal either. Like, yeah. uh, you know, they went out in like 2009 and people were trying to murder him last year. Like, that's how much they called the grudge. Jesus like. Christ. You're fucking Jake Gyllenhaal, like one of the biggest Hollywood actors for, he's been like for decades. Yeah. And then he you know, gets taken out by fucking, by a pile of people who weren't born when he, when he was in um, um, Donnie Darko. Like. And he also only went out for like a month. Yeah. Ten, <laughs> over 10 years ago. 
And then you're like, you're hearing that your agent's like, you can't be seen. <laughs> like, you've yeah. got, you've, you better stay home for a while. <laughs> yeah. The fucking, this, uh, uh, like, his movie gets destroyed, like, destroyed. People are boycotting his movie. It's like, what the fuck? Would you, would you go out with someone who was kind of famous? Or do you think it'd be too much hassle? Well, this is the thing, because actually this is another, well, a rumor was that, like, he had difficulty with her, like, level of fame and stuff. Uh, mm. Which I wouldn't have a problem with. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I don't really see what's the... Well, what is? Would you have a problem with that? With like going out with someone who's like way more famous than you? <laughs> I mean, it might be difficult in that. Obviously, I'd say you can't. Actually, no. With someone on that level of fame, it's like you can't walk down the street together because yeah. you're going to be mobbed by people. That would be annoying. Like, yeah. But in theory, the idea that you know she's really famous, okay, I would think that's kind of cool. Like, right? I in when I'm in my better moments. Like, I'm like, if I'm fucking good, yeah, because it, it really would just be an ego thing. It would just be like, and I don't mean the way I use ego, I mean like the way most people use ego. Like, that everyone thinks she's cool and not, people aren't thinking I'm as cool. Like, would that get to me? Like, that I'm not the alpha in the, in the relationship. Right. In better moments where I'm just not, but I would just, you know, because everything's fucking whatever it is. Like, you know, we get along well, we're having good times, but I do think it would get to me. I'm like, fuck this shit. I want right, to yeah, yeah. be the big dog. Yeah, yeah. I want to be the guy when I go into a room, I'm like, hey, you know? And she's like, hey. And it is interesting because, like, when uh, there's, like, a, a woman going out with a really famous guy uh, and people, like, and people talk about her as, like, just his girlfriend or wife or whatever, there is a big push to be like, no, that's sexist. She has her own life, you know? It's like, you got to give her respect, like George Clooney's wife, whatever. It's like, no, he, he's her husband. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. Like, but if it's a guy going out with a girl who's more famous than everyone's like, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> they get no respect at all. So quickly. Yeah. And they do not realize how, yeah, they don't realize the problem with that. Yeah. Which doesn't even, but like, why is this, like, doesn't that make you cool that you're going out with like a girl that people love? Like, why is, why is that? Why are you losing status by going out with someone who's like a famous pop star that people mm. love other people would love to go out with her like yeah no i actually no i think i would be okay with it especially now i think i would yeah if i was going with some i think i would be able to yeah i i would i'm i've i have a good enough mind now that I, my mind wouldn't run away with those stupid thoughts or whatever or anytime there'd be a feeling of a bit of jealousy which yeah at first at times it would be like cool like i'm with the fucking girl everyone wants to everyone wants to get with but and then there would be little times where i feel a bit also jealousy of you think because every guy wants to get with her so she can get with any guy right yeah no yeah that would yeah i can see that yeah, but tough, i yeah. think i'm at a place i could deal with that kind of feelings but i could under those feelings if you if you let them run away they could fuck you up like yeah yeah but yeah it is it's weird isn't it because it's definitely something that girls don't think about no girls are like oh i want to be as important as the guy i'm going out with yeah and they're fucking dead right as well <laughs> should not replace yeah uh, yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, I, 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 I won't have a problem with it now, like, at all. I think it'd be cool, and it would be cool. And I think as long as you're doing your own shit and your life isn't just fucking going places with her, I think things would be grand, like. Yeah, but a lot of girls do end up with like you know famous people. They do end up with more simple fella. Like a lot of them can't maintain a relationship with other famous people. Like, do they though? Or except for Ryan Reynolds for some reason, that guy can do everything. Yeah, but those guys are like, I don't know, they're disgusting. I really... <laughs> what do you mean? I know, I find them offensive. Who? Ryan Reynolds and What's Her Face. Oh, and uh, Blake Lively? Yeah, they're like, oh. they're like pod people. They're so fucking happy all the time. Like, <laughs> And they're always making these like cutesy, innocuous jokes. Like, And it's ever like... And it's always like, six times Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively were a couple goals. It was like, they're just like... Yeah. I don't know, It's, it's I, I can't explain it, but like... Everything about them is fake and repulsive. Yeah. And like fascist. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I don't see no, any no, of their shit. There's no, there's no humanity to them. It's yeah. like what? They, what? They're never in a bad mood. Like they're never not just like, yeah, and they're never funny. not just like making these kind of like lame fucking jokes about each other. Like <laughs> I see, I haven't even seen much of it. I just know that they're together, but I, I can get a sense. Yeah. They just have all their kids and uh, yeah, they succeed at everything. Yeah, <laughs> never fail. They're just these like fake Instagram people. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And also, he's not. I mean, I don't know about her. He's, I don't like him as an actor. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking. I don't know why the guy from the fucking Burt Kreischer movie is now just like superstar. Yeah. 
doing the same shtick. Because I remember people used to, oh, he's kind of cheesy and he's sort of smarmy, like yeah. back in like 1997 when he first was yeah. trying to be a movie star. <laughs> and now he's like pushing 50, doing the same kind of you yeah. know smarmy teenager shtick, and people yeah. love it. Here in his fence, yeah, you just keep doing it and don't age. And everyone will, well, yeah, the fact he hasn't aged at all already does help. Like everyone will catch up. Uh, um, yeah, what? What else? What, what else are we talking about? What was the next thing? What uh, did we talk about? Yeah, I can't literally can't remember. Oh, the <laughs> want to talk about Houdini? That's what we were fucking talking about. I was trying to think what the fuck. Yeah. So yeah, we had a good tradition as well. If you remember, from celebrities into like Houdini. Yeah. Because, like nowadays, there's so many. So Houdini, yeah, because fuck, yeah, like he's. Where was it? The twenties, the thirties? I think it was like yeah, the twenty or maybe even the tens or maybe even the zeros, the nineteen zeros. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Nazis um, of the ninth of the nineteen. But I mean, Houdini is certainly one of the most famous people of all time. Yeah, like for, for what? <laughs> for escaping. <laughs> he was an escape artist. Something that didn't exist before him. Like people just escaped, I think just when they were in prison or whatever. Like, they just naturally escaped and then he was like, I'm gonna make this my thing. Yeah. And by the way, escaping from prisons back then was not fucking hard like <laughs> Yeah, no, like there was a lot of people doing a lot of escaping. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, if you had a second you could punch one guard who had those big round keys that they would just be uh, twirling on their finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you if that person twirling the, the big ring of keys, every key to the prison is on that. <laughs> There's yeah. no cameras. There's uh, they probably haven't even learned how to train dogs well yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just this overweight guy uh, twirling and he drops them because he's new at the job. So he has and you just grab the keys and fucking murder him and you're free. Yeah, you just you do one of those movie punches and you yeah. like knock him out. <laughs> exactly. And then they try and shoot you but they do that thing where they always fire their guns from their hips so they can't aim at all. They're like <laughs> <laughs> And all you have to do is just get out of the uh, the eye line of uh, as someone's eye, eye line and you're free well i mean <laughs> there's I mean, no way of tracking you <laughs> yeah and america in those days if you went to a different state they they the laws didn't apply <laughs> in the other states so i was like oh shit he's, he's he's gone to arizona there's nothing we can do <laughs> and then you just had it you you got you got yourself a new name and then you became sheriff you know it sounds so easy it'd be very difficult it was harder in ireland because like there was a one prison, but then there was also where we, we were basically just a big prison. You know? Yeah, <laughs> there are all prison islands in America that are basically the size of the entire country, and uh, and you know you would everyone would know your parents, and was, you know yeah. you, you try and get to a new town, it's your fucking cousin there. Your cousin's <laughs> like, there. Like, your cousin was the warden of the prison. Actually, I hear you. I heard you murdered everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I heard you murdered everyone. He, like he he just all he has to do is go home for Christmas, and he'll find you. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I didn't think you were coming home this year, you bastard. Oh, back to prison, you fucker. And also, just I mean, the, you can't be an outlaw in Ireland. Because like we don't have that American confidence to be like I'm an outlaw. Yeah. You just be like ah sure. Look at look at look at old Jimmy. Thinks he thinks he's an outlaw. Thinks he's fucking an outlaw. <laughs> yeah. And you're fucking great. Also everywhere's freezing and wet. All and no potatoes. You can't eat them or whatever. Yeah you're yeah. Fucked. Uh, yeah and also yeah you'd have to be pompous. How easy it is to fucking escape prison. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to be real pompous to call yourself an artist. You're like, I won't call that art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just punch someone really hard and you're free. I mean, calling yourself an artist in Ireland in those days, I mean, come on. That's Jesus. notions ahoy. <laughs> notions I, I think that's I think those are hanging hanging offenses. The yeah. arrogance. But yeah, no, Houdini, he just like he just had this idea, this really stupid idea, let's face it. And like and then he just went with it and then became like I don't even know how he became so famous. Because I think he was like a sensation even back in those days, like yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then you think his death, like you think dying from getting punched in the stomach, which is a, a bitch way to go. Oh let's face God. it, for a guy who's like famous for escaping, <laughs> like this uh, guy, yeah, yeah. Uh, you think that would kind of hurt his myth, but it only helped it. <laughs> and people are like, people were like, oh, it's kind of like you know, the Achilles heel or whatever. It's like he was this great, he could escape from anything, but the one thing he couldn't escape from is some guy punching him really hard in the stomach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are we? Go- how are we going to spin this? Let's let's associate it with uh, Achilles. <laughs> yeah, and also like so. Well, I mean, there, I mean, it's not like there aren't people like Houdini now. There's like magicians, and some of them get pretty famous. Like there's like Darren Brown or there, whatever, yeah. David Blaine. Uh, but like, think about it. Imagine a hundred years from now, there's only five guys people remember from this time, and one of them is David Blaine. <laughs> like, it's literally like because yeah. it's literally there's like. 
I don't even know from that. Literally, Houdini. I don't know. Houdini, Shakespeare, Churchill. <laughs> yeah. Right, Shakespeare is like several hundred years before. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, even the fact that you put them all together, it's like, yeah, Houdini, Einstein or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like literally, if someone from 1910, I can't name anyone from 1910. Like, yeah. Houdini is probably the first one that would come to mind. <laughs> Maybe like, I think like J.D. Rockefeller was probably around that time. Like something like That's that. Hilarious. Henry Ford, you know. Yeah. And they, they had like built big companies that had their name on them forever. And Houdini just uh, yeah, took like, off some ropes. Like Einstein has this like new new expansive idea of how to uh, yeah understand the universe, and Houdini's like, "Is this your card?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, uh, "Yeah, I think so." <laughs> I can't really remember to tell you the truth because uh, I have dementia from drinking so much alcohol. You know, <laughs> moonshine. <laughs> you got the old moonshine brain. There was five X's on that mug. That <laughs> joke. No, but where? But Houdini, real quick, like. Uh, um, yeah, so he's pretty much, he's like, <laughs> he's just like, he puts chains on him and he swallows the key and whatever. He like, he gets it out and he undoes it. They're like, whoa, he's amazing. And then people are like, he does it again. They're like, ah, it's not that interesting. And then he gets uncomfortable. He's like, uh, punch me in the stomach. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, no, no. Wait. Go on, do it. Punch me in the stomach. See what happens. You punch me in the stomach. Look at me. I'm fine. You're like, I, I guess that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a classic class clown. You know, he yeah. always had to escalate to get the attention. Yeah, and and he felt he felt that the the rope and chain gag just wasn't working anymore. They're like, ah, no, we have cars now. And he's like, uh, yeah, but you can't hit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the Wright brothers brothers flew the first plane, and he was like, oh, "Shit, I can't compete with this." <laughs> <laughs> and he just panicked in the moment. I don't think a cage and dropping it into a river is really gonna, is really going to work. No, exactly. <laughs> he had a closer, and his closer, his closing uh, uh, gag was taken off the chains, and people didn't applaud that much. So he panicked and was like, "I've this new trick." Uh, and he did the Kaiser Sose thing of looking around the room. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, "This new trick is." Um, uh, uh, punch me Come on Do it See what happens <laughs> He's like Yeah I'm fine, I'm no, fine. It's, it's magic Yeah I'm alright <laughs> See you Fox Yeah <laughs> uh, You know also that Like Well you know that his Like How he got out of the Ropes and stuff Was he would just Suck in his stomach <laughs> That was literally his trick So he'd be like Ugh. And then he'd be like Tie the ropes around me And he'd be like Ugh. <laughs> yeah, like, I was so it wasn't even like a smart idea he had it was something that anyone could come up with really <laughs> so it was like it was basically you're, you're, you're checking someone's height and they're under tippy toes exactly yeah yeah <laughs> they're like whoa you're, you, you got taller it was something I think I came up with myself when I was like 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I trying to my own magic trick like I noticed when you breathe out air your belly's your belly's smaller uh, he also he tried to like he tried to bury himself alive and get out and that's like one of his famous tricks but it didn't work and he had to call for help <laughs> which also should have killed your career like when the trick doesn't work like, right. like at least David Blaine I think it always works yeah yeah David Blaine yeah he always uh, David Blaine yeah he always yeah like he'll do and he was like the guy who made the Statue of Liberty disappear that's unbelievable I can't <laughs> remember his name <laughs> what I never even heard about this guy yeah is it David is it David Copperfield Maybe, yeah. I think he's a magician and also a Dickens character. But I, think, like, I think he's a TikTok influencer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he made... I don't know how he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. I don't know. Like, maybe it was like... Yeah. Well, I guess it's magic, so you don't know. But, like, yeah. it's always, it was obviously it was still there. It didn't disappear. So I think yeah. maybe he just did some optical illusion for people. Like, yeah. I don't know how someone from a different angle wasn't like, still there, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like an obvious one, like... You're like... <laughs> These guys just sound so shit compared to like David Blaine. Like this guy's like, bury me underground, I will survive. And then like five minutes, help! <laughs> David Blaine, Copperfield. Yeah, you really shouldn't have a have a an out if you're going to be an escape artist. Like the fact that he yeah. could call for help, like yeah. that's kind of shit. And and David Copperfield, like they're just uh, they're just uh, on a building, and he just has like a mirror in front of them. He's like, where is it? <laughs> yeah, stand yeah. here and look at it. You can't see it. Yeah, yeah, I can only see me. <laughs> How are you doing this? Magic tricks, whenever they explain them, they're always really shit. They're always like the stupidest thing. And it's just like the reason you didn't think of it was because you wouldn't think they do something that lame. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always like, you know, I don't know. There's ones where it's like, 
A lot of them were just like, you didn't think they'd go to, it's like, oh, I made the, the pigeon disappear. And they're just like, I just like ate the pigeon or something. Like, I shoved it in my ass. Yeah. It's like, the blind, your blind spot that they're using is your high expectations. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you think they're going to do something clever. It's going to do something stupid. You don't. Know, this is what we'll guard, do, guys. Like, we're going to hide in their, under their high expectations of us because we look cool. And it's like, really? I bought two pigeons. I remember, yeah, exactly. There's another pigeon. I just killed the pigeon. I just like, killed the pigeon. But there's another one, and pigeons look alike. Huh? That's like, that's why The Prestige is the best movie about magicians, because his end trick of, like, I just clone myself, and then I drown the clone is, like, the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, and the fact that you use the cloning machine for that use, like, when you can do anything with it, and you're like murdering murdering multiple versions of yourself like at the end you get shot and they're like you didn't you didn't sacrifice for your art i sacrificed everything i murdered all these clones yeah <laughs> I yeah i all these fucking clones because there's even that really chilling bit where he's like every time i do that trick i don't know if i'm gonna be the one on the ground or the one in the tank like so every time he does yeah. it he could die like it's like so stop doing the trick <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> but i'm getting five pound a week yeah yeah i gotta do this it's for the the, the pounds the shit it's sterling and then he's still not fucking doing what houdini he's still not doing houdini numbers because he doesn't have that branding yeah, they're like, <laughs> you're he might be the next houdini literally <laughs> replicating himself to a genetic level and then murdering himself but i remember david blaine did one where he just was in a glass box above the Thames yeah. and then but it wasn't a magic trick he just he just it was like he didn't eat for a couple of days like in the box but that's all his tricks though yeah but it's like anyone could do that you did that in prison like <laughs> <laughs> but that's all his tricks it's like his underwater thing is like yeah well he just held his breath for 14 minutes yeah which is hard yeah which is hard but also yeah <laughs> no it's not really magic <laughs> and then he did this one recently which wasn't good he just grabbed loads of balloons and he flew in the air but it, he just hooked himself to an, a hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> and, and then skydived off it I, I didn't really know the idea of it yeah no yeah magicians the biggest trick of all he stole Fiona Apple's heart yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why you hate all these magicians <laughs> well to be fair I think that's like even Fiona Apple is like embarrassed by that it was embarrassing to date a, mag a magician I think <laughs> even if it's David Blaine like, yeah yeah <laughs> you just even David Blaine it's still yeah you're not Chris it's, it's funny Houdini like Houdini wearing a top hat and a cravat and then and then it's all evolved into Chris <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's fucking dressed like me and just puts his hands up I like the Chris Angels because I mean the goth magician it was weird there was never a goth magician because it's so obvious like who those magic goths yeah and like and then David Blaine was sort of a little bit gothy like yes uh, but like Chris Angels went the full way it's like no I'm goth it is you funny know? yeah and when you do those it's funny when older people talk about fucking Ryan Reynolds like like you do, you're a young kid and you're supposed to grow out of things like when you're a young kid, when you're a young kid going through fads trying to figure yourself out, you're like, oh, I'll be a goth, I'll be an emo, and then you're, and then someone's like, I'm gonna stay like this. <laughs> yeah, staying a goth is pretty embarrassing. If I hang, if I hang on to this long enough, uh, then somehow it's cool. Uh, but I mean, very few people say goths, you know, like yeah, Robert Smith, basically. <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't, I don't even really count him, like because that's there's you know. a surprising amount. There's fucking Marilyn Manson, Robert Smith. But like if you That's even two's even a surprising amount. <laughs> yeah, true. Ozzy Osbourne. I feel like he you know, he stopped being goth after a while, you know. Yeah. Uh but yeah, but I mean if it's your career as being goth, that's different. Like Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like I, that's like being Ryan Randall's or whatever, like Yeah, fuck that kid. <laughs> I'm with you. Like, you know, like as a kid, when you are going through stuff, yeah, you're supposed to try out stuff because you're trying to find out who you are. Like, you try to do all this different stuff, you do this. But, like, it is always surprising. Like, the first thing people are trying, they're like, <laughs> you're going to be a goth or... Yeah, know. yeah. Well, it's literally like you, you get to choose two identities. You can either play sports or be a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, and, like, the sports thing, like, I'll be a jock. It actually makes sense. Like, you're out there, you're, you're hitting things. Yeah. Or you're like, you look in the mirror and you're like i guess i'm not a ghoul uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i guess i'm not a fucking i guess i'm not a weird or except it's the opposite because people generally are like you know they they try and try out for the rugby team and they don't get it and they're like uh oh, shit 
I guess I'm going to worship Satan. (laughs) I guess I'll pledge my eternal soul to the Dark Lord. And that'll that'll be my thing for two years. (laughs) Because there is only two things. Playing basketball or, yeah, marrying Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. It is very, it is Hitler-esque. He's like, all right, I have two dreams. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have a fallback plan. The first, I'm going to art college in Vienna, of course. Yeah, yeah. But if for some reason... Being a painter doesn't work out. Which, come on, being a painter. Now, that's basically, in those days, it's like being a fucking uh, an accountant. Like, it's just going to work out. Um, I'll, oh, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll commit genocide of the yeah. Jewish people. Yeah. yeah, if it doesn't work out, watch out, Jews. Yeah. What was that? Nothing. Yeah. It won't matter. It, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. It's not going to come up. It's not yeah, gonna, yeah. Sorry, what was that last thing you said, Adolf? It's not going to come up. Don't worry. No, about just, I mean, thanks for the interview. I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> or else. What was that last thing? Was like, it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. The Jews are going to be fine. What do you mean? Like, why are you saying it like that? It's not even going to come into play. Trust Were me. the people in the art, running the art school Jewish? Is this established or not? Like, or were the, this, this were the people in the interview Jewish? Or was that like... This can't be it. Yeah, you no, can't, I, it can it couldn't be it can't, it can't be they didn't like how he painted the the shadows on the on the bowl of fruit and he was like sorry like, what, what, what what was your last name Schmidt <laughs> okay I'll, I'll I'll remember that <laughs> Rosenstock <laughs> yeah. all right well, I guess I'm going to leave Vienna now <laughs> yeah no I think people just you know if you had problems or whatever you you took it out in Jews you know yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like whatever. Like, thank God whatever, society like. got over that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank God nobody blames the Jews anymore. <laughs> but I mean, Kanye was saying that he uh, is like his, he had that whole bit with his doctor. It was like, my doctor uh, said I was bipolar. And I'm not going to say the race of the doctor because I'm not allowed to say the race. He's like, a Jewish doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and what was weird about that? That was his campaign ad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kanye, yay, 2024. Yeah. Firstly, he can't fucking stop talking about the Jews. Uh, secondly, he changes his name every few weeks, and he's going to be the leader of the free world. Mm. Like, it's like it's even too much. Changing his name to Yay was always was the first warning sign because like Kanye West is such an unbelievable name they just naturally have. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm Yay. <laughs> Because I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, yeah. all right, buddy. Okay, buddy. Um, so yeah, so so yeah, I I I would be interested because you'd never really know at the time because at the time Houdini would have been cool, like, and it would have been surprising to some stuff he was doing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, there wasn't you know a lot going on, like, and maybe I think maybe also you just kind of hear about it and it like it sounded probably better than it was if you actually saw it. Yeah, You're like one of these days I'm gonna see Houdini. Yeah, like have you ever seen like clips of Lenny Bruce? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting there smoking, <laughs> saying racial slurs. Yeah, yeah. And, and just he's a <laughs> well, like what Kramer did to bring up Kramer again. What he did wasn't far from what Lenny. No, Bruce it was said. pretty much the same stuff. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just the same stuff thirty years later. Except he didn't say it was Lenny Bruce call people cats all the time. He's like, hey cat, hey cats, like the words, you know. What a word. He also, he talked in a way that people were like, oh, that's how they talked at the time. But like, show me another person who talked like that. It was only Lenny Bruce. He just talked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it was only Lenny Bruce. And then 30 years later, Kramer was just like, these words, these words, they still have power. <laughs> You're like, holy fucking shit. To be fair, I mean, Lenny Bruce committed to the Lenny Bruce bit. It wasn't like he was like the lovable goofball doing like physical comedy <laughs> on a TV show for like 20 years. And then yeah. was like, I got a new thing I'm doing. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Like Will Ferrell just gets on stage, being like, you know, what are the, what are words, man? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. I'd love a Will Ferrell uh, heel turn. <laughs> oh my god, would I ever? <laughs> oh yeah, you'd lose everything else, but it would be worth it just that, just those ten minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, and you know he's on that show, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is like the sort of like nice show about stand-up. Kramer like, is no Lady <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Kramer will be hilarious. Kramer's going to make his comeback. Kramer's going to make his comeback. What TV show he's on? He's on a TV show in the 30s in fucking, yeah, yeah. or in the 50s in America. I wonder what his routines are going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think about that. 
<laughs> hey, we have a wild idea. It's okay. It's historically accurate. <laughs> Kramer keeps ad-libbing. We can't actually... He's actually... He's been on TV before, so he knows if he does any different take, uh, we'll use it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So every take he does, he makes sure just to do the same thing. Yeah, you see the outtakes from Seinfeld. It was pretty bad. <laughs> every time he came in the door, it's like... It's fucking peep door. <laughs> oh, oh, what is this doing here? <laughs> oh, Jerry, you should never hang around with <laughs> Kramer. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Houdini. I don't think I'd like him. Yeah. Well, you, you weren't a goth in school, I assume. Oh, yeah, goths. Yeah, goths. Um, uh, yeah, I, no, I actually did buy one necklace. Right? I assume you were exactly the same in school. I assume this, like, yeah. your sort of thing was pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would work as a teenager as well, so I can see why would you, why, why would you change it up? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm pretty much the exact same. But one time I did buy a, a goth necklace. I didn't know it was. I just thought it was cool. I had, like, had like I thought it was, like, cool. Like, teeth. I thought, like, teeth on it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, But someone yeah. said, oh, what, you a goth? And they said it. And I internalized it for 20 years. <laughs> That's funny, the things you, like, like tiny things when you're a teenager that would be considered big statements. Like, I remember, like, I grew my hair to pretty much this length. And mm. people were like, well, you're some kind of rocker now? You're fucking, like, with your, with your long hair? Like, yeah. I remember people would be like, like... <laughs> People like working, you know, grown men working on construction sites. They'd be like, hey, fucking long hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was such a wild time. Like, <laughs> oh, look, it's the who over here. Yeah, Go yeah. for the revolution, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop smoking that ganja. You're like, we're exactly like this, right? How are you doing? Like, yeah, name's yeah. Derek. They're like, whoa, 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 rock and roll, dude. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, even just kind of wearing, I think I wore a t shirt. Like, they were like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> fuck's sake yeah yeah no like yeah like i wore that and i think yeah i never really got bullied i actually bullied people but uh but my brothers bullied me right. uh, so it was the domino effect so they were like yeah were you wearing that you fucking bee? they well, called I mean, me the n-word <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wish i i probably should have gone goth like because i wasn't you know i wasn't very popular i was kind of awkward but like i didn't i didn't have the it actually takes guts to do it like because you really have to you surprised me Derek. no sorry <laughs> <laughs> wait till long uh, but no, I couldn't do it. But also, I, I think it was it was partly like I didn't have the courage to do it. But then partly it was like I was a bit too real. I think like as in it is fake what you're doing. Like so, I couldn't commit to like oh I'm dark now. Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't. Yeah, you know, I couldn't do it. Put on the makeup and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just you know you have to. I don't know. If yeah, if you can imagine, I have no problem being fake. <laughs> I was I was but I I was like I was you know I'm from the old country. I was I'd like wear a fedora sometimes and like a scarf. And it was it won't it weren't easy. <laughs> I tell you that much. Yeah, no, I just didn't want I didn't want to attract any attention. I was I was trying to stay you know under people's radar in school life. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! Which never it also never works. Like <laughs> we like, really are yin and yang. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fucking shit! I could not have been more different. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was the worst. I, I was proper class clowny like. Right, yeah, no, I can imagine. Getting on tables constantly, crawling under tables. But it was like I feel like it was a. Uh, it was a rougher time when we were in school, as in, like, I don't think, well, it's weird. I don't think kids have, like, bullies in school now, but then, like, they will go online and a 46-year-old man will tell them to kill themselves. <laughs> so it's like, it is, the it's like, yeah. you get, yeah, it's, uh, but I don't think anyone in school is picking on them for whatever, like. Like, it is, yeah, like, think about how natural it is in school. Like, there's a, a big guy and then he goes, that's it, me and you outside, you're fucking, and then they're like, oh, he's going to fight him. And everyone go, goes around in a circle and there's this, they're that, like, Star Trek thing. Da, 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 but does that, did that ever happen in your school life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, I, yeah. I, had to, I had to do it. It was the most it is I did it like a couple of times where I, to, I was like we're fighting at 3 o'clock and now because I've, I've reflected that guy was probably like oh, and I'm like oh. I'm just so nervous like what were you fighting about? Uh, um, uh, uh, he said uh, uh, Bill Clinton fucked uh, Monica Lewinsky I was like no he didn't he said he didn't <laughs> I said President of the US is not a liar, liar you piece of shit and then later it was about I would fight a guy he said the Iraq war was justified and I was like that's it me and you at 3 o'clock outside uh, that's good yeah that's good yeah you're fighting a good fight like <laughs> <laughs> well I was a bit confused before I just I believe in leadership and I believe Bill Clinton's a good man so I still believe him to this day <laughs> he did not have sexual relations with that woman 
and me and you outside after school and then I, I, I got beat up by everybody I love how you're having those two fights for things that happen like seven years apart. Like Iraq, <laughs> Iraq War and Bill Clinton. Like all, you know, one was in June, the other was in May. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest fight ever was uh, uh, <laughs> my, big, my my biggest one ever was uh, when uh, they said that 9/11 was justified. I was like, boys, that's it. All right, yeah. You were what? You were like 9/11 was an inside job. <laughs> I was like, nine, I was saying 9-11 was like, they said uh, 9-11 was done by the Saudis and it was justified. I said 9-11 was an inside job and it was justified. <laughs> I actually remember, I think like I just started like secondary school when 9-11 happened. Yeah. And I remember like, I didn't like have any friends, but then I was able to like talk to people about 9-11. <laughs> kind of, I, I made friends from that like... <laughs> I remember when uh, I remember when I, uh, <laughs> when, um, I found out 9-11 happened, which was like six years after 9-11. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, what happened? <laughs> Why didn't anybody tell me this? <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't fucking know what happened when it happened. What age were you? Uh, when it happened? Yeah. Uh, nine. Your parents didn't tell you? You didn't see it on TV? Like? We don't talk politics now. <laughs> <laughs> they know well, I, your parents are just like, it's a normal day. They didn't talk about it at all. Like, <laughs> No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> they were like, they were like, you know how, how anti-American Oshin is. We don't I have weirdly like specific, culturally specific memories. So I remember being like. Oh, I was Muslim at the time as well. So Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> they walked, they came into the room. They were going to they're, tell me. They were just like. <laughs> yeah. they came into the room and they were going to tell me but I was down on the mat it was uh, they just it, told, it, it was they, Ramadan at the time they told you to go over to your cousins because they just wanted to have sex because they were so <laughs> <laughs> yeah all that carnage got them yeah. that's how we, that's how we got my sister yeah <laughs> that's what I remember <laughs> they just came home super horny the burqa on the floor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly the burqa strong over the thing and yeah uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, there wasn't that much like there, that kind of bullying didn't really happen when I was in school. Like, there were like, what? like, the you know, fighting, I'll, like, I'll fight you a tree. Like, yeah, like, there were sort of like tough kids if you just kind of stayed away from them. They, they did get in fights with people, but it was more like you're, well, so you're saying there were uh, Dunleary tough kids, yeah? <laughs> yeah, my school was in Black Rock, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew it. It wasn't, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was in Black Rock, it wasn't Black Rock, like, just all uh, these. Uh, all these bullies in their Ugg boots. Well, it was, it was a non-fee-paying school, so there was a, you know, there was some scumbags, like. A non-fee-paying It, it, yeah. non it wasn't, school. like, it wasn't super posh, like. It was, yeah. Uh, it respect. Was, uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you, thank you. You're rough. <laughs> You're a real scoundrel, you are. Uh, but, you know, fights were sort of just, like, they would just happen, like. Uh, yeah. And the only time there was, like, the only time there was that I'll fight you after three was to do with, like, girl drama like oh. so that was and now yeah that was different people but it wasn't even after three it would just be like you, you you would just know the guy had like the the sign of doom on his head or whatever and it'd be like oh i heard that ross mckeever's he's out to get you and it was like oh he's fucking dead like there's only <laughs> there was only a couple of guys i was like afraid of like and then when you showed up for the fight it was with Yu-Gi-Oh cards <laughs> you were like he's going out there we didn't have you go yet Pokemon had just hit <laughs> he's going to take you out he's going to burn you alive with Charizard <laughs> and then you're I'm going to do the water attack with Bulbasaur and you're like god damn no to be fair I do remember in first year the tough kid like he got in a fight with someone and he did break his arm which is you know that is pretty hardcore yeah, like yeah, to yeah. beat someone up so bad that you break their arm like <laughs> yeah, and then the right. guy just was like in school it went like a sling i think he like his parents moved that shortly after that but that i mean there was a couple of guys because you know when you're kind of you know first to third year there's the people who will eventually drop out because they're psychos like but they're still in school yes so there was a few of those and they were roaming around and then they all they <laughs> all got expelled or dropped out emphasis on roaming yeah like. exactly <laughs> roaming they didn't do any they didn't do any school work they just did whatever the fuck they wanted a lot of times they would have like a full beard at 14. I remember the guy with a full beard. <laughs> it's like, yeah, those he guys. like 42. <laughs> see, no, those guys are what? Like, because, you know, you think society is so concrete, but yeah, there's a lot of Trumpian energy sometimes around in schools. Because what do you do? Oh, because they haven't separated people yet. Like, yeah. And yeah. what if people don't buy into, if people don't buy into the system, they're just wandering around and you, like, if they figure out 
that the teacher can't actually do anything except intimidate them. They, yeah. be- they become dangers to society. Like. Yeah, yeah. And all these kids are parents <laughs> who like beat the shit out of them. So they're like, this teacher isn't going to hit me. So yeah. what the fuck? Like, like I get yelled at at home and I get a lot worse. Like, so. Yeah, they figured out the, the, ener- the, the power of not caring about going to prison. You yeah. go to jail, they're like, don't care. You're like, holy shit, you can But do those it. kids aren't bullies. You know what I mean? Like those yes. kids are just psychos. Everyone's afraid of them. The popular <laughs> kids are afraid of them. They're just, they're <laughs> yeah. in their own zone. What I didn't have was the American bullies, the American like teen movie bullies. Like, yes. Where it's like the most popular guy in school, but also like it'll be your first day and he'll like, you know, it's like the karate kid thing. It's like they'll hold a knife to your like throat or whatever and like, oh, don't mind Chad. He's a real jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then that music, that like the. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man. Don't worry about Chad. Come here, man. Uh, but like the yeah like the fucking and I that shit actually, that sh- go on sorry, the, the Karate Kid show is actually kind of good the new one like yeah Cobra yeah Kai, yeah like I've but it's good it. it actually kind of like addresses that because they literally like have like a town meeting and they're like I think we need to stop having karate clubs because <laughs> there's so much violence going on in this town and it's all traced back to the karate club like, uh, that is that's actually amazing to actually comment on the the universe of the show yeah like, yeah you're like here like literally people are getting really good at fighting and then fighting constantly yeah yeah and yeah. the adults are just promoting it like because like in the first karate kid it's insane how much the adults get into bullying like yeah like even just the guy in the karate tour he's just like fucking you need to break that kid's leg no i'm no break his leg it's like i will not lose this under 16's local karate tournament i take this very seriously <laughs> takes out his flask of his jacket yeah take this it's the only thing i have so yeah. i fucked up you're not gonna like just projecting everything yeah but like america like i know that is exaggerated obviously but america is exaggerated in a lot of ways like when you go there they live by movies like the movies are actually sometimes oddly good at mirroring like like fucking uh dazed and confused fucking ben affleck freshers the freshmen and that's all real like yeah the, the paddling that's like originally they're based out and that's what they used to do in his school like and in that was a school real, in yeah. texas probably still do it well actually definitely not no they don't but, <laughs> but also the amount of drunk driving in that movie is incredible they're yeah. all just getting hammered and just like driving around like it's yeah. insane yeah yeah drunk drivers they're the real heroes <laughs> that's what i say and also remember the bit where the guy fires a shotgun at them and it just plays a joke but like he just fired a shotgun at yeah. like a bunch of kids yeah <laughs> like i know i know no, yeah and like and like think about it. like you're a freshman and everybody who's going to the school is a freshman they know that Ben Affleck is going to come into the room with a fucking cricket bat, I guess a paddle, and then all the guys are going to grab you, bend you over, rip down your pants, and then start... No, they didn't rip them down, to be fair. They, they did it with pants on. Like, oh, did they? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, sure. Well, that's, you know, you know wishful thinking. Uh, anyway, you see their gorgeous bare arse just glistening in the sun. And I mean, it's beautiful. It's kind of the ass you just want in your fucking face. And then Ben Affleck just in slow motion starts smacking the absolute no restraint shit out of your fucking ass like. And you just know it's going to happen. And your mother knows it's going to happen. And everybody in the, the school knows it's going to happen. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's like literally. And if you run, you're just going to make it worse. It might so as you well, have to submit to it. It literally might as well be in like the, the calendar like year. Yeah, because yeah. Every, it's so unspoken and so known. But like everyone's just accepted that as a trial. But maybe it's good like a trial. A, what's that called? A rite of passage. Right? There might be good parts of that. Like it's way better than just being online and being fucking emotionally eviscerated. And then having a fucking panic attack every two days. I suppose if you get beat up once and then you're kind of, you're, they, let you, they let you go, you know? Yeah, I think it's probably better. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, anything's better than probably what kids go through nowadays. Like, <laughs> I think, like, yeah, just, like, they don't see anyone. They're just, yeah. And everyone <laughs> online is either, like, everyone online is either on their team being, like, you're great and everything you do is great. And everyone else is the enemy. Or just being, like, you fucking piece of shit. You're everything that's wrong with the world. It's like... Which would you prefer? Like, you and your group of friends just get, like, paddled on the ass a little bit about Ben Affleck and then you get to hang around with everybody? Or would you prefer, like, Clockwork Orange, your eyes, like, right open <laughs> in a room alone as, as all you see is everyone's better than you and you're a piece of fucking shit and just fed into your fucking ear? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Paddle, like, please. Yeah, yeah. And, it do, and the thing is, I mean, obviously, I would prefer one-time paddling to one-time internet evisceration but it's not one time it goes on forever and ever for the rest of your life right? <laughs> and you never because then you just grow up and then you're still talking about the fucking you know mario movie or ghostbusters or whatever shit you like when you were a teenager like yeah. uh and then you're still having the same arguments about it and it never ends and you're trapped in like 
your ass is just getting paddled on a loop and you're in, you know, you're in your fucking 30s and your ass is still getting paddled online. Like, there's nothing, you know. Are you having a breakdown? Is this yeah, a panic breakdown? <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned, but I'm completely free <laughs> of everything. But you know what's interesting is that Richard Linklater said that Days and Confused, when he made it, he thought he was making a kind of dark movie about, like, how tough things were when he was like a teenager, like, yeah. and then and then people watched and were like, oh, this is the good old days, this is so nostalgic, it's yeah. so much fun, and like he didn't he didn't see that at all. He was like, oh, I thought it was kind of like a dark comedy, like, I thought, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's interesting how he, <laughs> what he thought, and then the nostalgia just comes naturally from it's in the past, like, and it was like, oh man, those are the good old days. Think about how traumatic nowadays must be to go into a movie where the maker consciously was trying to like think like this is this is going to be a dark movie to go in there like ah all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. And like that, that Richard Linklater is like, that was a rough time in my I life. I mean, that character is a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, Matt McConaughey's catchphrase is the catchphrase is about rape. Yeah, yeah. It's about it's about it's about underage rape. Yeah. And you're like, we love you, McConaughey. And he's like, all right. And you're like, wait a minute, he's talking about fucking kids. Yeah, Jesus. All right. Well, on fucking kids, let's leave that. Yep. All right. It's been another episode of High and Dry Podcast. See you next week, folks. Yep. Next week.